What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an incredible guest with us today. We have Seneca Hampton, who is an entrepreneur with multiple seven to eight figure businesses from e-commerce to logistics, consulting, and speaking. He's responsible for over one quarter of a billion dollars in sales and has touched over 5,000 products in over 20 different categories. You guys, he is, he was on Shark Tank. He has such an incredible story. And we just went deep. We went deep. We unpacked his story. We unpacked the mindset shifts, the pivotal moments, the stories that really shaped his journey. And he literally failed. And he goes into this, he failed 27 times in creating businesses and trying to be successful before one actually stuck. And so I want you guys to really listen in, even if you're not creating your own product, you're not in this type of business, the stuff that you will learn from this episode, the wisdom, the nuggets, like this is the stuff that is priceless. If you could pull people who have done things in life that you would love to do, create like wildly profitable businesses, it's not just the business that you need to learn. It's the mindset shifts. It's the knowledge. It's the, it's the experience. And that's what you're going to get from this episode. So stay to the end. It's a longer one, but I promise it's going to be worth it. And we do have a code for you as well. So if you do want to try out his athletic tape, I'm super pumped about it. I'm like, we were chatting after the episode and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to fill my gym with this. We use tape all the time. So I'm just super stoked. You guys are in for a treat. So here we go. Here is Seneca Hampton. Let's turn it over to the conversation. All right, Seneca, I'm so pumped to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right. I want the listeners to know who you are. Before we dig into all the good stuff, share with us your story. How did you get into entrepreneurship? Just all the goods. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how. <laughs> it's a big, <laughs> that's a big story. Um, I think I'll start when I was a kid, just like my makeup and how it was built. Um, I, I have four brothers, including me, there's four, and then I have four sisters. So there's eight of us. Oh, nice. And um, uh, I don't know if anybody has a big family, but when you grow up and you don't have a lot, uh, resources are scarce and you get creative very often. Uh, you learn how to share and you learn how to do what you don't want to do because you got to do it. So you, you learn to kind of, you know, eh, that's just what it is. Um, and I was always the kid out of the eight of us <clears throat> who I, I was labeled the lazy one. It was like he, he never wants to do anything. I would do it, but I would do it with the least <laughs> amount of effort. Uh, so I tell the story about like, we go grocery shopping 
and there's eight kids. So like, you know, when we finally did go grocery shopping, it would be a, a lot of stuff. Um, my mom was like, I'm going to shop once. This will last us for as long as possible. And so we'd have to bring all the groceries in. And uh, there's four boys. So, you know, we're, we're like lugging bags and four bags on each arm. And I was the kid that was pushing all the groceries on skateboards and like <laughs> pushing them in the house. And my parents <laughs> would go, what are you doing with my groceries on the ground? Pick them up. And I'm like, this is way easier. They still get in the house. I don't care. <laughs> You're resourceful. <laughs> yeah. And they would go, stop being lazy. Pick it up. Um, but I found myself like throughout life in general, always trying to figure out the, I don't want to say easier way, but like the more efficient way, the way that made the most sense. I'm like this, yeah. like, there's gotta be another way to do that. Um, and so I, I, I had that growing up. Um, I wanted my own car. I wanted my own, all that stuff. And, um, I mean, I remember, uh, I remember we, there were, there was 10 of us in a two bedroom and we had to share one bathroom. <laughs> It was, it was, it was interesting for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I remember there's mattresses with no box springs. You just kind of slept on the floor. You put the mattress on the, like it was, you kind of just made do with what you had. And um, that in me was like, I, there's got to be a different way. Right. There's got to be something else. Um, yeah. and, and I don't want to take any cr uh, credit from my parents. Like the brand I created is named after them. And so um like I'm super grateful and appreciative of where I where I came from because it kind of made me who I am. Um, yeah. But like my makeup has always been there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way. <clears throat> and so uh, I, my oldest sister moved out and uh, I graduated high school and I was like, all right, I got to figure something out. Um, all of my older siblings were still living at home. I'm like, this is not it. I got to get out of here. So I moved out with her and she had her own car. It was like a brand new this is when Hyundai met the Tiburon was like the, the the little cool sports car. I'm like, oh, she's got a car, her own apartment. She's living in LA. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, I can do it. Um, I went to my my aunt's, my cousin's house and, and they had like Mercedes and recording studios, big screens. And like, I didn't have any of that. So I was like, if these people can do this, like there's got to be a way to be able to do it. And uh, it just created like, how do I, how do I, how, like this, how do I, how do I yeah, type mindset? You got curious. And, uh, you vary, right? And uh, um, I started to just, I, I want to say reach, but um, apply for jobs I knew I couldn't get. <laughs> like you just, you don't want um, to, to kind of stay where you are when you grew up that way. And the story, we can go deeper into it if you want, but like, um, yeah, it's it's not fun <laughs> at all. Uh, and uh, I just, I applied to work at Apple. I didn't think I'd ever be able to get that job. And I was the youngest person. Uh, it was the um, the Grove in LA, uh, which is like the flagship store in LA. And I was the youngest person in the store. I think it was 18. Everybody else was like, I think, I, yeah, 18. It was 20, 22, 24, 25. I was the youngest kid in there. And um it taught me a lot about how to deal with people, which I think is a huge skill that mm -hmm. um, I was always, I don't always, I don't think I was the best with, with people, but I mean, you ask people now that work with me and they'll be like, you're amazing with people. And that didn't come naturally to me. I think that was my dad and probably having to be in a sales environment where I had to learn how to talk to people. Um, and uh, from there, uh, I tried to, <laughs> tried to create an app uh, when the app store first opened. Um, 
that didn't work out. I think I've tried, I have a list in my phone because I was going through doing a little exercise. I was like, how many times have I failed before I succeeded? And I have like 27 businesses I tried to start before I actually like, yeah. Um, So yeah, we can go deeper and into the story, but like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, when I close my eyes and think about where I came from, I mean, yeah, I, I found out I had two older brothers. I was four. I'm like, wait, what? I thought I was the oldest. I had no idea. So my whole world changed then. It was like, okay, there was four of us. Um, and then I found that I had older sisters. I'm like, wait, what? Where did they come from? Now there's what, uh, seven of us. And then I had a younger, I'm like, wait, what? The whole world just kind of moves under my feet. Um, and the income we had got spread across everybody. And, uh, we like <clears throat> my parents always tried to keep us in great schools and great neighborhoods. So we would drive 45, about 45, 45, 50 miles every single morning to go to a good school because we lived in such a bad area. And my mom would make the drive and then drive another 30 miles to her job. Just like it was, I learned to do what you need to do, um, ethically, of course, to, to, to make ends meet, to make, to, to, yeah. to get it done. Um, my dad worked on a crab boat in Alaska and he would, he tells stories still to this day. He's like, my hands hurt. Crabs are biting me. Like he would send every check he had straight home. And so I just, I learned like sacrifice very, very early. Um, and a lot of things that I, I, I'm so grateful for, so grateful that I had the opportunity to learn. And although it sucked then, I look back now and I'm like, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be who I am. No way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel, I feel like you've, I mean, obviously you have incredible values from how you grew up and what you were going through and, and what you kind of had to deal with, Yeah. but what a blessing it's been to get you where you are. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my, my, my parents had lots of sayings and things that they would say my, my, uh, parents are originally from the South. So you get a lot of those, um, principles, a lot of the manners, a lot of the, those things kind of came over and, um, and then you watch their hard work and it was, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't complain. It's not what we do. We just, you get it done. My mom would always say, there's nothing to it, but to do it. And then she'd take four of us, put us on the bus and take us down to Vaughn's where we go grocery shopping and push a grocery cart all the way home. Like there were, there was, yeah, my feet hurt. She go, I hear you, but we got to get home and you just figure it out. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, so it, 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 there's lots of those situations. Um, you get an entrepreneurship and it's, I don't want to say it's easier, but it, it all clicks. It all makes sense. You're like, oh, <laughs> now I can do that stuff for myself. Woo-hoo. Right. Words. I love it. Okay. There's so much to unpack. I want to, I want to go into, so you are willing to fail. That's huge. You're willing to take risks. You are willing to, you are curious. You are always asking questions. How can we do this easier? How can we do this more efficiently? Those things I feel like are so, so, so essential when it comes to anything like creating success in life, um, especially in business. You said you failed 27 times trying to start 27 different businesses. Okay. What made you believe that the 28th time would be the one, like, how did you keep going when most people would have been like, oh yeah, I've tried it a couple and I clearly am not cut out for this. Uh, funny thing is the 28th one, I gave up before I started. 
What do you mean? <laughs> I literally, I had given up. I was like, it doesn't seem to be working. And yeah. it was almost like this defeat. I was just like, I, I don't think that I'm cut out for it. Like, I, don't, I, yeah. I feel like it's funny story. So ironic. I used to watch Shark Tank and tear up because I couldn't come up with an idea that would be worthy for the show. I used to literally sit there and just tear up like this is so frustrating. Like I I want But it's to something do... you wanted, yeah. Yeah, like I I and 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 I stopped watching the show for years. I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. It's just it breaks my heart <laughs> so much. Um, but each business wasn't, you know, this one doesn't work, try this one. It was I had the problem growing up of like the sh the shiny object. It was like, ooh, try this. Oh, wait, ooh, try this. And it was always looking for the quick thing, the thing that was um what would work, what wouldn't work um, to, I think I had the wrong mindset and it was, it was mm. changing, developing as I was getting older. Um, it was, how do I, how do I make money so that I can have money and not, not have money, which <laughs> is pretty basic, but it was like that, that wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. Right. Um, and it was like, ooh, I could try this. This seems cool. Ooh, this seems cool. Ooh, this be this would be fun. And it was a lot of like, it would be cool to have this. It would be cool. But none of it was uh, goal-oriented. None of it was purpose-driven. None of it was, mm. it was all like, like scratching to get out. And yeah. uh, you like, yeah, I mean... I tried to start a record label. Like, really? <laughs> a record label, my guy? Um, and I had artists that I was managing. Like I, like, I was managing artists and like, I'm doing their booking. I'm calling places, booking stuff for them, creating like writers and packets and all this stuff. And um, like getting paid nothing to do it. And I'm like, I started a business. And it's like, this isn't sustainable um yeah. in time and, and it was just like okay that doesn't work um oh let's do this and started a t-shirt brand and that started to do well I took all the money and paid off my credit cards and went broke and I was like wait I was supposed to take that and invested so there's a lot of like I didn't have a mentor I didn't have a I didn't have any of it it was just like trying to figure it out and um I I remember I was 22, 22, 23. And uh, I came to work and my boss at the time gave me $14 in pennies, nickels and quarters and dimes. And he said, I'll take my usual lunch and a mocha and walked off. And it was at that moment I was like, nah, no, <laughs> no. Nobody's gonna throw a change at me and just like you know what to do and I was like no nah. I, I like that that for me was like that was the you know the spur moment yeah. right there that was like nope not kicking this horse again and uh I, I I went and got his lunch and I brought it back and I gave it to him and I set up my computer fuming <laughs> and I googled how to get wealthy and what came up? you rich find dad, dad. rich dad poor dad oh rocky <clears throat> Yeah. Oh man, that book, right. That was like, that was the thing that I, I feel like gave me a little bit of a path, like a little bit yeah. of a guided path of like this way. And 
funny thing was, is when I was 10, uh, my sister's boyfriend, the same sister I went to live with when I graduated, so ironic, her boyfriend gave me that book and said, read it. And as a 10 year old, I'm like, why would I read this? I'm not reading, I'm playing video games. <laughs> and as a 23 year old now, I was like, oh, he told me to read this. I read that book and I, I, I like my jaw dropped so many times reading it. It was, it was like this man thoroughly understands where I'm standing right now. And a lot of the things that he said were a lot of perspective shifts that really helped me to see like, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Um, this is, this is, uh, it's good because I had to face myself. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would say the biggest shift in everything for me was when I realized that no one is coming to save you, period. There's no That's one huge. coming to, you know, you, you see the shows where they knock on your door and they're like, hey, here's a big check for, that's not happening. Nothing's going to fall out of the sky. Somebody walks in wherever and goes, hey, you, I want you to be like the move. That's just not, and first, I don't know why, but for so long it was like, something will come, something will come, something. And it was like, you have to go and make it come. You have to go and make it happen. And um, my girlfriend told me this was what, I want to say 10, 11 years ago, I came to her and I was upset and I was crying and uh, about my boss, he did something. And she said to me, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. She said, you are where you are in your life because you, you are choosing to be there. <laughs> and I was offended. I, like, I was offended. I was like, no, 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 you're not hearing me. She said, no, 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 I hear you. But you're not accepting responsibility for your life. That's yeah. your problem. She said, I have to go to work. Goodbye. She walked off. I drove home and I was like, I was so upset and my little 89 nissan that eventually broke down i was so upset <laughs> uh and i started crying because it was true it was so true it was like i'm i'm where i am because i'm choosing to 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 be there and it's like well i didn't choose this boss and i didn't choose to 
no, 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 but, but you're staying there. So you are choosing there. Well, if I don't, then X, that does not mean that that is still not your choice. That, that means that it, you're accepting that. Then, yeah. well, this is the consequence for it, or this is the action that happens if I choose to do X. You need to be okay with whatever that is and make your decision. And, and it, was, it was such a mind-shifting moment when she said that to me. It was like, things are hard. Just because they're hard doesn't mean you don't do them. Difficulty has nothing to do with whether you should do it or not. It's, is yeah. it worth it? Or is it meaningful? Is it blank? Deal with the difficulty later, right? Um, lots of mind shifts during this 20s type situation. Uh, yeah, so I, I, uh, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <clears throat> and from there, he was like, you know, you blame your boss for how much he pays you, but you accepted it. Why are you mad at him? <laughs> you chose to say okay I was like wow yeah I did he's giving you change to go buy his stuff you chose to be okay with that you're still doing it well I'm not okay with it then don't do it and it was so like binary that it was like yeah that is my decision and and either I'm okay with that or I'm not but I had to be very honest with myself um and from there I had to confront uh, a lot of fears that I had of like ah talking to people and networking and all that stuff that made me like I'm not good at x and all the beliefs that start to come up when you start to mm -hmm. take responsibility for yourself that you have to start to fight now um uh, am I like can I can I do it can I not what if the what if monster and like all that stuff now starts to surface that you never dealt with before because yeah. it was always somebody else's fault yeah <laughs> oh, so much man, easier I, to blame someone else yeah, I, I know I'm going deep. Um, no, this is good. But yeah, that 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 I if I had to attribute, you know, a majority of where I've been able to get, you know, thus far, and where I would like to continue to go would be simply accepting responsibility and not blaming people. Yeah, situations happen. I don't have control, but I have influence, and I'll use the influence I have to the best of my ability to get the outcome that I want. Um, and if it doesn't work, again, more perspective, right? Um, I forget who said it. Uh, they, said, they said to me, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Yeah. And that's a perspective. And so when stuff yeah. happens, it doesn't go your way or whatever the case is, oh, why me? Is, is, that's a choice. That's a, that's a, you're choosing to look at it that way. You could choose to look at it like this is happening for me. I don't know why. It'll show up, but I'm not going to sit here and ponder over it. Let me get into problem solving mode. I've done everything I can. Well, all we can do is just wait. And it seems so easy when you say it, but living it is, there's like an invisible set of muscles that we have. I feel <laughs> so like true. really, yeah. And as an entrepreneur, and this is why I love that Robert Kiyosaki, because he said, every time you solve a problem, you get smarter, right? And the only thing that changes in business is the number of zeros behind it. The problems, the more you solve, 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 the easier and easier they get, but the more zeros get behind the problems and you get into this mode of like, our job as entrepreneurs is solving problems. There's a gap, quote, in the market. That's a problem. Solve it. Oh, th mm -hmm. this happened my supplier problem solve it this is going on with my ads problem solve it this customer's blank problem solve it it's and if you hate problems <laughs> you can see why you're an entrepreneur. 
Period, right? right? Problems are almost like exciting puzzles. It's like, yeah. ooh, problem. How do we solve it? Um, and I'm entering a new period now in my life where you're getting like problem muscle fatigue, where you're like, oh my God, more problems. And it's like, I used to be able to get through these so quick and so easy. What's going on? And it's like, you are literally like you're, 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 you're burnt. You need to, so there's like different periods and just things you, you don't, you don't know until you kind of go through them. And, and no matter how many books that I've read, like, there's always something new that you experience that you're like, well, that was in there, or you speak, to, like, I have a coach and, uh, you know, I found some people that I could speak to who have bigger businesses than I do smaller, um, irons who don't have any, I love how, like everybody, there's always a mix because there's always a mindset that you're not looking at something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I know I just went on a whole big tangent, but like the mindset is, 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 ah, I can't, I can't put enough value on it. Um, it's, it's literally the thing that has made, um, to sound cliche, it's a thing that's made me millions of dollars. It's mindset. It's yeah, all of it figured out. I love it. I'm so with you. <laughs> um, I feel like it, I feel like entrepreneurship is just a, like a growth journey wrapped up in a business opportunity. It's like, if you aren't willing to grow and overcome doubts and fears and limits and all of the things you will not grow the business, but if you're willing to grow as a human and just expand in all of the like best ways, then you can also grow a business alongside it. It's like such a beautiful opportunity to grow. Yeah. A journey is, is yeah. the best way to just, yeah, that's like, you. I think you hit it. So it's, it's so interesting too. So I, I have a few businesses. I have one where I have like 40 employees and it is so interesting when you operate this way for, I mean, I've been operating this way uh, like 11, 12 years. It is so, um, it is so not foreign, but like you almost forget. You're like, oh, wow, that's right. I'm not normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really you know, true. Like, you start to see the world differently. You start yeah. to view things differently. You view struggle, problems, trials, you view them differently. And then when you're talking with someone who isn't working on their mindset and growing and like at that place, they see it completely differently. It's, it's very interesting. It is. And, and yeah, like, and, and then there's where like, there's a lot of, again, uh, and this is almost like the double-edged sword of problem solvers. You see a problem and you're like, you want to solve it. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And it's like, hey, look, you're seeing this wrong. And then before you know it, you lost an employee who now right. became an entrepreneur because you went and tried to like, <laughs> it's like this dichotomy of like, okay, yeah. it's so interesting. Um, I've lost so many employees to being entrepreneurs because I sit and I try to like, <laughs> help them. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, I can see it now. It's so much sense. Thank you so much. Peace. I'm putting in my notice. And you're like, <laughs> But you know what? Like, hey, that's great though. They're expanding. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, so I mean, like, running into different mindsets, even it's it's good because it it reminds me. It's like that. Totally. I remember that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you run into some. You're like, wait, what? Why? Why would you? I don't. That doesn't compute. I don't understand. And and I have I have people in my life that give me perspective. They're like, you know, you used to see it that way too. I'm like, no, never. Not me. And they're like, yeah, you did. <laughs> 
here's how I'm like, oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it, it's not a, a place of like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm superior at all. It's right. I got to tell my employees, I go, I'm not your boss. I'm the guy responsible when you screw up. <laughs> when you look like I'm, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, you, you want to be the boss? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Be the boss. No, I, I, like you guys, I am literally, you're like, and it, it sounds bad. So I hope this doesn't sound like rude to anyone, but it's almost like they are your children because when they make a decision that affects the company, that affects you, totally. right? Whether it be good, whether it be bad or whatever, it's like, I I have to now go, hey, and I know our interests are aligned in regards to pay. But now there's a new skill. How do I align our interests in vision of where we're going and what we're doing, why we're doing what we're doing? Yeah. Um, it's such a beautiful journey. I know we're all I, over I the love place. It. No, no, I love unpacking this. It's so powerful. I want, I want to touch on something that you mentioned. You said you failed and failed and failed and failed and failed and failed. And then you talked about it. You realized that it had never been purpose-driven. Yeah. So like, where did, so was 28, was that something where you kind of like dug deeper and found something that was purpose-driven or like, what was it that was different about that opportunity? I think I was trying to be like everyone else. I was trying to do what everyone was doing. I was trying to do what I thought was supposed to be done rather than doing what, like <clears throat> the way that I'm wired, I wasn't leaning into that. I wasn't, mm. I wasn't going like I, if anyone who knows me will tell you Seneca is all about efficiency and systems and processes, right? Now, this is so funny because if you put me in a system and a process, I fail. I fell in a heartbeat. That's so interesting. I like you like, hey, here's what you do. I would I'd burn out. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I just my mind doesn't, I can't. But if you said, hey, this doesn't work, I'm like, I could build you one in an instant and go, boom, yeah. here's the most efficient way with the least amount of stress, the most amount of efficiency, boom, done. Here's how you like I could create in a heartbeat. But if somebody put me in one, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't. I'm trapped. <laughs> That's um, so cool. But I was like. I was trying businesses that just looked cool because so-and-so did it, or I saw this, or I saw a YouTube video or like whatever, but I, I wasn't going, my makeup is like, it has to, it has to be um, leverageable. There has mm -hmm. to be some, it has to be almost like, there has to be a game to it. There has to be measurement to it. There has to be, and I had to like learn how I operated. Um, so when I did run into the business that I started now, it was like I had built all these skills and abilities over time with the different businesses that I had tried to start yeah. and the different books that I had read. So when I, when I came across the opportunity, I was like, every, it, was, it was literally like the stars aligned. Those movies where they're like, oh, the planets are aligning. It was like one of those moments <laughs> where I was like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And um, it fit my like me, it fit me for who I was uh, and not like, I'm going to start a, t you know, a, a tile business because you make tons of money off flooring. I know nothing about tile. I don't want to move tile. I don't want to have employees. I don't want to have a warehouse. I don't want like, you, like, you know what I mean? Like it was a, a money grab, but it wasn't a, does this business work for you? Because you can be efficient in what it is. 
right? Um, and in addition to like, do I care about the, the industry or the subject or whatever, yeah. like, sure, cool. But it was like, does it fit you as a person or are you going to like hate it? <laughs> and I hated a lot of it, but I was just doing them. Yeah. I love it. So was Ham is it Hampton Adams? Was that, was that the 28th? Okay. Yep. okay. So tell us about that for a sec, because you, okay. for those of like, what, explain that for those that are not familiar with what Hampton Adams is, it's athletic tape, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> like I grew up it's an athlete, played volleyball in college. I'm like, Oh, when I saw your shark tank video, I'm like, this is epic. Like, where was this <laughs> when I was playing? So right? tell us about that. And like, how did you even come up with that? Like, who, oh. cause hello, we all know what athletic tape is and we didn't have the idea to do it like you did. So how so, do you create something like that? <clears throat> so, um, very, very fun journey. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where to start. Um, <laughs> You know, okay, I'll, I know where to start. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. So, um, that one boss that gave me the change, right? I eventually quit. Um, I brought him a deal, and I, during this time, I was learning about selling. It was like, if you can't do sales, then you can't have a business. Business is literally sales. Every single business is sales. Period. Right. So I was like, okay, I gotta learn how to sell. And so we were in finance. So, I uh, I convinced a um, portfolio manager who was retiring to move his entire portfolio over to our firm. It was like a $50 million portfolio. It's like, yeah, and something crazy. Like, I don't even remember. It was so long ago now at this point. I'm like, um, to, to be conservative, we'll call it 35, right? Somewhere in 35, That's 50 million dollars yeah. worth of like, like assets, right? And so um, I go to my boss. And I go, hey, I've got this, I got this, you know, um, just this, this, this guy who wants to move this. And my contract said that I would get 20% um, of the fees that we got. So at 22, 23, I was like, I'm going to be making like 200 grand a year from a referral. I'm like, oh my God. And he goes, you're going to be the highest paid person here. Blah. So I'm like, all right. I was the director of operations. So I ran everything outside of trading if it didn't if it was moving trading stocks it wasn't me but if it was anything else setting up the account taking them down running the entire team all that stuff I did it so I referred uh, all these people over I individually onboarded them all personally moved all their assets all of them I walk in the office one day and he calls me into his office my boss and he goes so I've been thinking about it and your contract says that you uh, get paid uh, 20% for accounts. This was not an account. This was a book. Oh, no. I'm like, no, you're kidding, right? Oh, he goes, yeah. Gosh. And you didn't know any of the people in the book. So oh. technically, I don't owe you anything. Oh, my heavens. And I, this is, this is, this is, this is when I gave up. But like, this is, this is the so I'm like, so you're just going to take 200 grand a year away from me. Mm -hmm. He goes, I'll give you $4,000 one time, take it or leave it. No <laughs> lie, true story. <clears throat> uh, I was shattered. I was, I was like, I was, that, that was number, like, that was like, this wasn't even a, a job or a, a business, but this was like, going to help me to get into real estate, which is what I wanted to do. And it was taken away. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's over. 
and uh, I put I I quit I I, I quit. Um, everybody says you should just leave, never come back. And I did the guy the favor of putting in a notice and and training someone before I left. I didn't say anything bad about him. I didn't badmouth him. That's not who I am. I did my job. I did it well, and I left. The girl quit two weeks later. She said he was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Right? Karma. <laughs> um, and so uh, I went to look for another job. And uh, this lady was uh, one of the the uh, the uh, portfolio managers we had referred me to a friend who had her own business. I worked with her, with her for about a week. And I'm still reaming over like losing this deal. And she goes, your, your head's not here. And this is my business. And so I need your head to be here or you can't be here. And so she gave me a few more days and she's like, whatever you're dealing with, you need to go deal with it. And she let me go. First time I've ever been fired in my life. I was like, oh, so I just lost a $50 million deal and I got fired. Fantastic. This is great. So I went home. You're like, I'm, I'm from, on <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm just like, <sighs> I go home and I have my savings and I just start playing video games on Twitch for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm done I gave up I'm like I'm finished I'm good like I just I'm like it's over I'm just gonna game on Twitch and and uh we'll see where life takes me and live off my savings I'll figure out what's next um and uh, the girl that I trained that quit called me um six months later she said hey I got this company I'm working for I think you'd be a great fit they're looking for more people and this was about the time my savings were like hit and deplete. By the way, I started a website design business during this time. And I was designing websites and it was like, ooh, I was getting like a couple grand a website. And uh, I was like one of the top designers on Wix when Wix was first becoming popular. Oh, yeah. So I was getting leads and I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. I can play video games and make websites. And then people started to ask me to do really random weird stuff, like make me a unicorn with leopard stripes and wings. And I'm like, that that doesn't look good in my portfolio. I can't use that. <laughs> and that that quickly showed me, I was like, I don't like working with clients. I just don't because they, they I was like, that's not me. So yeah. uh, I... I was like, all right, that's not going to work because it, it starts to get worse and worse. People would ask for just stuff that I'm like, you guys, I can't use that for my portfolio. It doesn't look good. It's not going to help you. It's not going to convert, but they didn't get it. Um, and, and me too, being a creative, like I have that side of me where it's like you, your art is important to you and all fun stuff. And so uh, I was coming to an end on that. And she says, Hey, I've got a job. I went, I interviewed and uh, <laughs> I was getting paid to do customer service. Now, remember, I'd worked at Apple for like five years. So like customer service, I was like, oh, that's easy. Like, and I'm like, what, do I, what phones do I answer? What people do I talk to? They said, you answer emails. I'm like, you're kidding me. Just emails? Easy. Done. Um, and they're like, how much do you want to get paid? And I think I said something like, uh, uh, I said something like, uh, what was it? It was like 25. I said like 25. I was thinking 25 grand, right? And they're like, okay, 2,500 every two weeks. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, for a customer, I'm like, this is insane, right? So I'm like, okay, I can finally start and do my real estate now. I'm making 50 grand a year doing customer service and play video games. This is great. Everything's <laughs> looking up. Long story short, this place, uh, I saw them selling light bulbs. And they were selling their own light bulb, their old brand. I'm like, who buys your bulbs? There's, there's GE, there's like Sylvania, there's all these places. And they're like, yeah, we sell our own bulbs. I'm like, nobody wants your Chinese stuff. This is uh, no offense to the Chinese. I love you guys. 
Um, but I'm like, you guys are selling like, you know, crap in my mind. Uh, and they were not, but I saw them go from a million bucks to two to three. And I'm like, wait a minute, what are you guys doing? And he goes, well, we need help. We're growing. Help us. I say, sure. So he starts showing me Amazon. And I'm like, oh, funny story, Micah. I said, who sells on Amazon? And I'm like, who does that? Like, people go to the store. Nobody shops on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. And so um, he's like, yeah, help us with some of the marketing. And his version of marketing was like changing pictures and like typing in descriptions. And I wanted to learn sales. And I know that marketing is a form of sales. So uh, I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to dive in. And during this time I had learned like, you know, if you're going to be good at something, dive in all the way. That's what school is for. School is for you to be able, like total side note, I'm going to stand on a, on a soapbox here really quick. <laughs> we go to school, we hate it. We do our homework. We hate it. We take the test. We hate it. And when we're done with it, we never want to look at it again. But if you just took the same dedication, forced or not, oh that you had gosh. in school, if you do have a job and you put the same thought process, you go to work, you do your job, you go home, you do homework about what your job is, you go back to work, you do a better job, right? You, 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 you study true. what you do. That, that was such a shift for me. It was like, oh, that's what work is for. It's not to right. go to work, come home, to turn it off and be like, ah, live my life, blah, come back, right? Because what happens is you start to get really, really good at your job. People who are really good at their job tend to get more money. People mm -hmm. who are really good at their job tend to get more recognition. You get more skills. You get more, your resume starts to get built. And this is why they say, you know, you should do what you love. I wanted to do marketing. So I was like, all right, cool, I'll do that. And so I started doing it. I was getting good and I uh, started watching videos on my own and I remember this video I remember it's in the top right corner of YouTube and I clicked it and there was this guy who was like anybody can sell products online I'm like really he goes yeah I'm in Thailand right now and he shows his sales it's like 40 grand for the month and I'm like this guy just sold $40,000 by himself. Wait, this isn't making sense. How did he do that? And he starts talking about how you can actually talk to factories and get your own stuff. And I'm like, this is what they're doing. Hold on. This is what they're doing. And this guy, he's like, I have no employees. I'm like, wait, hold on. This is, and it was everything that had come together. So when you talk about number 28, right, we've only been on a little stint of the journey, but this was like years. So when I saw this opportunity, it was like, I could create a business. I could create my own products. I could leverage an entire network. I could have hands off. I could build a brand. I could have like I could. It's it was it was automated. It was it was like all this stuff that I was like, oh my yeah. goodness, here it is. And at that point, I just I became obsessed. I was obsessed. I was like, this is it. This is where I create the thing that's going to help me to do what it is that I want to do. And um. I went back to work the next day. I said, give me everything you got. Don't hold back. And he gave me everything. And I went home and I studied and I came to work and I tried. I did that three years. I worked 80, 80 plus hours a week. I was literally the first one there, the last one to leave. We eventually grew 60 million a year. Holy, the light bulb company. Yes. When okay. I got there, it was like four of us. 
right? Wow. Two owners, customer service lady and myself. And we grew to 40 people, 60 million a year. I hired what, 15 people on the marketing team, went down to TJ, set up an entire call center and sales team. Like I got so much experience um, because I was doing what I was saying. I was learning and going and trying and studying and coming and doing. And it was like, this is all useful to me. Yeah, uh, I think Robert Kiyosaki said, if you can get paid to learn, you won. People pay to go to school. So why not have the job pay you? And uh, it, it was, it was from there, it was like, okay, how, how, okay, how do I find a product? I want to sell something. <clears throat> I know what channel I want to use. I know what the sit, I know how all the platform works, but what's the product? And I started looking around and growing up, I played football. Um, I have four brothers. We all play football. And uh, my mom was a nurse. My dad was our coach. And uh, so, I mean, sports medicine kind of, it just kind of fell right into, to, this is what I mean when I said everything kind of came together. Um, I remember growing up and I had this, these pair of uh, Nikes, they were called speed TDs. They were cleats. Um, if you played soccer, they were like, they were low ankle, <laughs> like they were really, really cool. And uh, my dad bought me some, they were $99. They were really expensive at the time and he didn't have it, but he bought it for me because I wanted it. And uh, I taped up my cleats because you'd spat up. That was the thing mm -hmm. to do. And I took the tape off after the game and the brand new cleats had gunk all over the strings and all over the side and all over. And I was so hurt because I knew how much he paid for these and they were brand new. Yeah. And uh, it was as I was researching products, I came across tape and I was like, that story hit. And I was like, there's got to be a way to fix that. Something so small, right? Oh and I looked gosh. at like, who am I competing with? And one of the things that I learned was this, and this, this is so contrary, it's so contrary to like popular advice that it freaks some people out. And it's this, <clears throat> I would rather compete with the 800 pound gorilla than compete with the guys my size, because the guys my size can move how I can move. The big guys can't move as fast as me. And that's my advantage. And so I looked at who am I competing with? It was like Johnson and Johnson, uh, Mueller, uh, uh who's the other one uh, mcdavid like all these big brands that were like behemoths and i'm like i'm gonna take them down <laughs> they can't compete with me there's no way uh, i'm too quick i'm too nimble and uh i went and i spoke with factories i'd never done that before and that was like who who said it uh i forget who said it but i was in my in my journey all along this way i was reading and learning and seminars and books and like i was consuming podcasts and like i was i was remolding the way that i thought about things and one of the things that stopped me a lot from doing anything was like what if it doesn't work hmm. what if i lose the money yeah. what if i and somebody said something to me, they said, okay, well, what if it did? What if it did work? What if it, and I'm like, that's actually, you're right. What if? And you're like, you, you have no idea. You don't know, yeah. number one. And then number two, it was like, okay, say you, they're like, what's the worst thing that happened? I lose all my money. And then they said, and then what? Uh, are you going to jail? No. You're going to die? No. What are you going to do? Uh, just have to go make more. <laughs> they're like, then go make more. I was like, oh, wait, hold up. That was a, such a shift for me. It was like, just make more. Oh, okay. 
And so I started to treat money like it was. It was little tools, little hammers and nails for me to use to build and, and learn and do whatever. And I invested heavily in myself. So I was spending on myself to learn and grow. And I had a business idea and I was like, spend the money on it. And it was like, what if you lose it? I'll just go make, make more. more. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you got a job, right? Yeah. Okay. Go make more. You'll be hungry for a few days and you figure it out. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And it was, it, it's, I started to minimize a lot of the fears that would happen in my mind. Um, what is the worst thing that can happen? And when you sit and think through it, most of the times it's irrational and or it won't. And really, really what you're afraid of is failing and feeling like you're a failure. And again, the mindset shift and change is like when you fail, something just doesn't work. You learn something. Mm -hmm. And that's not a cliche like, oh, you learned something. No, literally, like <laughs> I've probably spent in the last three years. I don't know, 90 grand on lessons. There's just, that's $90,000 worth of lessons that I learned that are going to save me a lot more in the future. And it's like, whoa, $90,000 worth of lessons. I mean, how else would I have learned them? There's no other way, right? I had to go through it to learn it. And so when you, when you just look at it, like, what was the lesson? Well, I'll never do that again. Or that didn't work because of X. Mm, okay. So if I do do, okay. Hmm, okay. And it's, I value the information the wisdom the 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 experience more than i value the dollar they come and they go but the but the the experiences the the those you can't there's no substitute for them there's no other currency or other form of it it is what it is so it's like you got to prioritize what's important and make those mental like shifts of and paradigm of like no that's more important so yeah, spend it. Cool. It happened. It is what it is. You'll get it back. If not, you learned a lesson. As long as you're not going to go homeless or broke. And to be honest, some people do. And guess what? They move in with their parents or they move in with a friend, right? And it's like, you. that's the beauty of life is it sucks sometimes and it's great sometimes. But if it was great all the time, it would suck. And if it sucked all the time, it would suck, right? That's That's what it is. And it's being okay of like, it'll go up, it'll go down. And I'm just going to ride it and then, you know, yell on the downs and <laughs> ride it on the ups, right? It's like, I love it. Is what it is. That's huge. That's huge. And so at this point, that business that you took the risks on, that you went all in on, I mean, how, so how long have you had that now? And how, how big is it at this point? Uh, so that business, six years and uh, about 7 million a year. That's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. it's, no employee. You don't have, yeah, you don't have like a team. It's like a one man show and you hardly have to do anything. With about four, it. four hours a month on oh top. Oh my gosh. Like tops. Yeah. Tops. That is so cool. So I would say that the failing and failing and failing and learning and learning and failing and learning 
to figure that out has been absolutely worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely. I, I, that's why I say like, I look back all the way and I'm like, I wouldn't change anything. And it's not yeah. even for the moment now it's for like, if, if, if information, wisdom experience was gold, you literally crack me open and, and you'd be rich. Right. Yeah. And that's like, you can't, you can't ever change that. And, and so true. Yeah, that's that's like the people that speak to me into my life. Those that's a, those are the things they're always telling me is like, it doesn't matter if you lose everything. You're who you are and who you've, you know, it's like working out, exactly like working out, right? It's like you're 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 fit. So if you had to jump into the situation, you'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's one of the beauties of it is you don't just like get lucky. You have to freaking figure it out and learn and grow. And then you get to transfer all of those skills and all of that knowledge and all of that experience to anything else in life. Mm -hmm. So you no longer are afraid of failing because you know that if anything happened, you would be fine because you you're equipped to yeah. figure out your next chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think and is so powerful for me. Like and I don't know if it has to something to do with, with growing up, but that's the thing now that I'm like solidifying is that, yeah. that of like, it's you, right? It's like, it's me. This is, this is, this is me. And I've created success over and over and over again. I'm like, I have another business. I think this one does like two, $3 million a year. And it's like, you don't think it's you yet? It probably is, right? That like that's yeah. You know, lightning doesn't doesn't strike like that. Um, and I've just I've seen it like over and over the things that I touch, the things that I do, and it's it's building that confidence of like. But I think always as entrepreneurs, like the, there's a, a spectrum of like the the I don't want to say the arrogant, like I can do no wrong, to the I don't believe in myself. And there's like you swing so oh, yeah. often. <laughs> And yeah. so like uh, one day I'll be like, ah, oh, I'm unstoppable. And the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. How to, like I have no idea. And then you just, but that's part of the journey, man. And and yeah. and I, I I feel like another under like understated um ability that we need is the ability to manage how we feel. Oh, managing our energy. Oh man. It's like a, it's huge. Mm. If, if I let everything that went right or wrong affected how I, uh, you, you'd go insane. Yeah. So it's there's like, a, it's that, it's that letting the outcome and the results affect your identity, who you are as a person, your being you, there has to be a detachment between mm -hmm. what's happening and you. Like you have to, you have to know how to separate that. And that's, yeah. I, I think the more that I work with, I mentor hundreds of women in business. And that's such a huge roadblock for people because they feel successful when they're getting the results and they feel like a failure when they're not. And when, they, when they're feeling like that's who they are and they're not worthy anymore and they don't have what it takes, of course that impacts their next yeah. step, their next actions. And it's like, if you can master that, your energy, your Oh my gosh. It's such an essential part of entrepreneurship. Oh my heavens. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's the, it's, it's <laughs> not 
taking everything that happens, it sounds cliche, personal. It's true though, yeah. It has nothing to do most of the time with you. Yeah. And I think we believe we have so much more control than we have. You don't. And and if anything, it's it's you're like a like a scientist. It's ooh, this happened. That sucks. Well, why? <laughs> yeah. Right. And now you're trying to dissect why. And sometimes you won't. Eh, sometimes you will. Right. And and then it's like, oh, that's interesting. There's a really cool lesson in that. And it, it sounds so easy to do. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a cool lesson. <laughs> but I get it. You know, your bank account's dipping or your sales are dipping or like a customer just left or like somebody sends you a bad business bureau, whatever, or like whatever it is. It's like, ah, right. But it's it's like, hmm, how did that happen? <laughs> and how do we prevent it? Right. Or how do yeah. we and now you get a new process that you put in place. You're like, ah, okay, so, okay, cool. So I'm going to do, okay, boom, that's it. That's where it stops. That's it. Yeah. Let it go. Stop thinking about it. Move on to something else because you've already put in place what can fix it or what you think will move on. Stop dwelling. Don't I dwell. And I learned this in Tony Robbins. Um, part of the story, I actually applied to be Tony Robbins' assistant, which is really interesting. No way. Yeah. And I got to the final, 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 final round. And I think I blew it. I think I blew it. Um, we were, it was like this whole meeting and I was supposed to be taking notes. Me being me, I pulled out a recorder and I'm like, I'm gonna record this. I'm gonna take some notes and then I'm gonna swing back around and then like really rip it out. And um, I, for, I forget the interaction that we all had, but it was like, that was actually really, really smart to do but that's not what who you are. Is, yeah. Right. Right. And like, like yeah. you're not good for that. Right. You're like the way you think uh, an assistant would have been like, <laughs> like, right. And I'm like, no, this is way more efficient. Cause I'll be able to get a thorough perspective on all of it. And yeah. like he says, right. Um, if you stay in your head, you will not get anywhere. And one of the biggest problems we have is we we have a thought and we just we literally get on the wheel and we turn it turn it turn it turn it and, and we're thinking about it and it's like turn it off stop literally like what happened this is what i think hypothesis this is what i'm going to put in place to test my theory my mind's off of it move on That's like it, it's that the ability to change your like move it shift it move it like it's compartmentalizing there's so many yeah. skills that I've learned over time that I just did not have as a young kid trying to start all these businesses and that's why none of them were successful I believe it was I wasn't who I would who I needed to be period yeah. it just wasn't and time is what I needed um or a mentor or if I had started reading books when I was 18 and and like listening to like really started to like self-develop and I was learning time management skills I was learning how to like prioritize and create like urgent important like it all this stuff comes together now to where you're like, I am a pretty decent weapon when it comes <laughs> to moving this stuff, right? Yeah. On, on where it needs to go and how it needs to move. Um, and, and, I, and I'm comfortable in saying that. And the problem arises, I'm pretty confident that I can, I can figure out what caused it at least. Um, mm -hmm. And I can, or I can gather the resources needed to try to solve it simple that's huge and if you can do that you can literally like unlock potential that is just limitless which is so freaking cool
Yes. Um, yeah. I want, I want to ask you one thing as we wrap up, you have children too. Is it yeah. two? Mm-hmm. two kids? What are you most grateful for when it comes to what you've been able to learn and how it's impacted how you father or their future, or just <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, I was talking to a friend and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm one of, one of my faults is that I'm probably too, I don't want to say too critical, but I'm too, too hard on myself of like stick the landing. Right. Um, like you got to stick the landing and if you don't stick it, ah, right. And so, um, because I want things to be, I want them to be well, I want them to be right. Um, and when they're not, I have to bring myself back, but I, I was telling her, hey, I, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing this parenting thing right. And she said to me, you, your kids are so lucky because there are the majority of parents who don't even stop to regulate themselves to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, and I think I was saying, I was like, ah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I respond too quickly to them sometimes. Like I'm, like I'm agitated sometimes. She's like, I've seen you agitated and I've seen how quickly you reel it back in because you recognize it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've known, I know a lot of parents, they do not do that. They're agitated and they just rip off at their kids. And she's like, I've seen you get agitated and then you pull it back and you, you shift it and change it. And I, if, if I had to answer the question, what I'm most grateful for, like doing this whole entrepreneurial journey, I'm so grateful for the ability to self-regulate because it helps me to one, pass that on to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, example, me and my son, he's four and we're putting together this Lego, Harry Potter Lego. And uh, it's like, it's, it's for ages 10 plus. And we ran into this part where we're building this block and he breaks down and he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I stopped him and I said, we never, ever, in his eyes, we never say I can't, ever. That's not what we do. We say, how can I? And as a kid, I, I didn't get that, right? I, I wasn't taught that. I wasn't, and so there's these lessons that have helped me to be able to give to them in such a simple way yeah. that will help them to regulate how they feel. And I feel like a lot of us operate straight on how we feel and nothing else. I feel bad I feel good, but it's not based on anything. And like, there's no limiter. It's just, it just runs up and down. And, and, and I ran like that for so long. And now I'm able to like regulate how I feel. And I'm like, okay, I need to change my state, change my mindset, change my mood. And that's all a decision that I make as hard as it is or not. Um, I can now impart that to them. Uh, being able to, to regulate myself is, is huge. And, and I'm so grateful for the ability to do that because I can pass that to them and, and how they think and the decisions that they make. And when he's, my son gets sad, he starts crying or for whatever reason. And he's, and, and it's, and it's, he's four. So it's like baseless. <laughs> <laughs> we stop, we close our eyes and we take deep breaths so that he can kind of reel it back in. But those are just how we teach them. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. May I have more, please. Those are manners and things like these are the little voice they hear when they get older will be this. And that's what I want. And that's, that's what I'm so grateful for um, that, that I, I, I didn't have, but um, I'm happy to be able to give. That gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> I feel like I never wanted to be, 
I never wanted to work ever. I just always wanted to just be a mom. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I never want to work. And I cannot even imagine the mother that I would be if mm -hmm. I didn't have these mm -hmm. lessons and this focus around growth and holy moly, I am just so grateful. I'm like, I can't even imagine. And yeah, the things we get to pass on to our kids. It's like, geez. And so many of those lessons, one of my mentors says, um, one of the greatest blessings of entrepreneurship and raising children with an entrepreneurial spirit is that so many of these lessons aren't even taught they're caught. They see mm. us doing certain things. Yeah. They see us modeling a certain way of life. They see us making the sacrifices or learning the thing or getting through the trial in a certain way or, or talking to human beings and dealing with, they see it and it just becomes what's normal to them. And it's like, they would miss so much of that if we were doing something different. And so I know that lots of lots of entrepreneurs listening sometimes feel like, gosh, is this ever going to be worth it? Is it ever going to be, am I ever going to make it? Am I ever going to whatever? But it is, it's this gap where so many people want to skip it. They want to get to the success. They want to reach the destination in the gap where you're learning and growing and failing and overcoming and figuring it out. That's the sweet spot. Like that's so, that's where so much of the magic happens. And I just love that we were able to just kind of unpack so much of your journey because you started from literally almost nothing and have created no, such not. an incredible life. <laughs> literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. It's so nothing. cool. Thank you. So Thank cool. you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Seneca, I feel like I could just talk to you all day. I could ask you a million questions and just be like, so enthralled the whole time, but I know you're home dadding today and I don't want to keep you away from your kids, but where can, if people want to connect more with your story, your products, follow along, where can they find you on social and stuff? Uh, yeah. So if you guys want to uh, support the brand, uh, <laughs> don't go on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Our website, Hanson Adams, um, you can go and check out our um, our products. And uh, you know what? We'll make sure we get you a code, Micah, and you can throw out the code to your peeps and give them a nice yeah. discount if they want. Cool. Um, in terms of me, I am kind of a hermit. Um, I like to be very low-key. So um, you can check me out on social if you want, at Seneca Hampton or on YouTube. Um, I'll post few and far between. I'm not I'm not, <laughs> I used to have social media as a job. And ever since then, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, but I, I post few and far in between. If you guys want to ask me a question, DM me or whatever, like I'm, I'm more than happy cool. to answer. I just, I'm not a boastful type. So cool. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your nuggets, your experience. I, this is the stuff that's invaluable. Like if you can just learn from the people who have walked, paved all of that, like there's nothing like this is priceless. So thank you for giving us an hour of your time and sharing and just being so real about it all. I I'm like, Oh, I'm just, I'm inspired and excited and all of the things. So thanks so much. And hopefully we can have you back. Thank you so much. Um, happy to be here. appreciate it. All right, Seneca. We'll see you guys next week. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. 
Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.